We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zadroy, joined by Chris Owen. We're talking game week 34 in the Premier League. Kits and Wagers, currently known as Beers and Wagers. Chris, you had a positive <laughs> weekend last weekend. Uh, it's been a busy week. It's been a really busy week. I don't know uh, how how much you've been keeping track of all these matches that are going on. I've been throwing bets in, and there's just too many matches of little to no research on my part. Uh, maybe a few losses on my end as well. But Chris, Thursday, we have one day of a break in the Premier League. How's it going? How was your work day? What's going on? Uh, Friday Junior is here. Boom. That's what I wanted to hear right there, Adam. First and foremost, welcome to Beers and Wagers. It is Friday Junior. We got a couple cold ones going on. I got a, a, a Hellas Lager uh, from Rubens Brewing here in Seattle. Uh, we're lucky enough. Cheers. We're lucky enough to be podcasting on Friday, Junior. It's six thirty for me, nine thirty for uh, for Adam out there in Michigan. Take a sip. You, excuse me, I had to try this beer, but yeah, um, we've had a little bit of spring, summer weather rolling out here. The vibes are currently immaculate. Um, it's you know it's going to be about seventy five all weekend, uh, full sun, and not only that, but yes, we had. 10 very intense games in the Premier League over the past week. We had a really great weekend last weekend. Um, big bounce back, at least for me, from the weekend prior. You could only really go up from the weekend prior, but uh, we, in fact, or I, in fact, did go up. Um, and so I, I feel much better about it this week. And, uh, you know, we're in the stretch run. We are, you know, when that when that calendar turns to from April to May, that's what we call here the business end of the season here. And that's where we, you know, are are we going to end this season profitable? Or are we going to end up end up in the black? That's that's really where we count our success. And uh, yeah, happy that's to only chat a question for you. That's and, only a question I mean, for I you. I mean, okay, Adam. Um, you know, <laughs> some of us haven't, and you know, we haven't narrowed down the the market on corners, but uh, some of us have been making a little bit more general bets. But yes, you know, credit to you. Looks like it's going to be a profitable season here for me. You know, the, so I'm stressed out. You know, I got. Got to keep making good bets. Got to keep making sure that the, uh, that the that they're making sense here. So I'm just happy to be here. And uh, you know, we got a couple. We got we each got four more bets coming at, um, at at the listeners here and for ourselves here this week. So yeah, let's let's crack into it. Maybe let's crack into it. I got a uh, sweet potato souffle rye ale. Oof. 
coming what going from, on there? Sweet coming potato from odd side ales. Yep. Yeah, it's a uh, it's eleven percent. So by the end of the show, um, <laughs> I'm gonna be ready for bed. I guess is what is kind of what it comes yeah, down yeah, to. Yeah. So uh, perfect timing. <laughs> but uh, nice. As you does can it, see, does it taste good or here. is it? Or does it taste good or is it? What's uh, it? it yeah. Little... So I've I've been saying this is like one of my favorite beers because I hadn't had it for a couple of years, and then I went to this brewery last week, and so I bought some and. I don't know if it lives up to my expectation, but it's still pretty nice to drink. It's still pretty nice to go down. Uh, it has a nice little, nice little sweetness to it, but it's not overly heavy. I don't want to say, but um, I enjoy it. If you like, if you like darker, heavy beers, uh, it's 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 good to try. But obviously, nice. I'm not sure you get odd side ales out where you are. So uh, maybe some other time. Yeah, when I'm when I'm in the Midwest. Yeah, there you go, Wisconsinite. Yeah. The records here. I'm 58 and 29, up over 3,000. Uh, Chris is 43, 39, and 2. He's up over 500. And then we'll talk about the t- we'll talk about the parlay later. But we have some Man. big numbers. If we're looking at, you can find our records here on the site. A little breakdown of each team by team. Um, just called the Kits and Wagers betting records here and the big one that stands out to me we're gonna get to it later it's the third game we're talking about chris is two and seven on everton matches so man he he needs to come come through with this one um but i'm six and one in aston villa matches so hopefully that can come through but chris are you ready for it are you ready for the start of this show i feel like that's a stat i didn't need to see but uh <laughs> but yeah no that's tough I'm getting I'm into your head here with this no, uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm t- all I'm seeing is seven one on Fulham. Should have should have bet the Fulham game this week. Um, but yeah, you're right. One and five on Nottingham Forest, and uh, yeah, two and seven on betting on Everton. It's it's like the Liverpool fan in me. That's that's messed me up here. But yeah, I mean, hopefully we can get to three and seven because we are going to be betting on that game here shortly. We'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. So the first match we're talking about, we're talking about a Saturday match. A Sunday match and a Monday match. The first one we're talking about, we got Brighton at home. Brighton looking for a bit of a bounce back. They're home against Wolverhampton. You can get Brighton, they're minus 195 to win. And the odds have actually gone down here. They used to be minus 220. Now it's minus 195. Um, plus 550 for Wolverhampton. Plus three, plus 350 for the draw. Under two and a half goals is plus 100. Over two and a half goals is minus 125. So we'll see what this Brighton lineup looks like. They don't do a ton of rotation. They aren't that deep. So it will be interesting to see them if they get into European play next season. Um, So they lost at Nottingham Forest, kind of fell apart a little bit in the second half. I believe that was Wednesday. And... So do you think we're going to – I guess do you think they're going to bounce back? I guess that's the main question. you think Brighton are going to bounce back? Well, tough week for Brighton, man. Holy smokes. I mean, they lost on penalties to Man United on Sunday. They dropped points, you know, again on – what was that, Wednesday, I believe. And so here they go. They're they're playing at home, though. So, I mean, credit to them there. That, that definitely helps them out. But they're playing a, a Wolverhampton side. You know, we know how Wolves plays. It's ugly. It's, it's going to be – they're going to try to, to – to, to kind of hold you in and, and, uh, and like stay compact. Meanwhile, 
it's interesting that like you, you look at the previous history of these games. They played earlier this season back in November. That came out to a rare three-two. Um, a, well, a win for Brighton, but a three-two result nonetheless, with five total goals in a Wolves game, which is not something you typically expect. Uh, you know, going back, they won the previous match before that. That was three-nil. Uh, they had lost 1-0 to Wolverhampton. That was also at home. And then it was 2-1, 3-3. So there's been, the, over the past four, uh, five games, they've gone over two and a half goals, four out of the five matches here, which is not something that you typically expect from, at least from Wolverhampton. But uh, Brighton, they've been filling, a, filling it up throughout the um, throughout the season. And they've got a really nice front three, too, that I'm, I'm you know slowly becoming a fan of as the season's gone on. So, uh because of those reasons, I'm going over two and a half at minus 125. Uh, barely, you, you get decent odds there. I think Brighton at home, you know, after a after a tough week of you know playing 120 minutes and then kind of losing that FA Cup semi to Man United, um, that was tough. And then you, I think it's just I think when you go on a three day, um, you go on a three day, you get three days of like I guess if you want to call it rest, and you have to play right away again. It feels like it's you're bound to bound to lose that that game or born bound to struggle. We saw new that happened in Newcastle when they played in the League Cup final against uh, Manchester United, where they lost. They kind of let alone different opponent, but they kind of struggle in the next match after that. Um, so I feel like they can bounce back here against a Wolverhampton team at home. But I mean, I feel like there's going to be a couple goals, and so I'm I'm going to take that over two and a half at minus one twenty five. I think uh, between you know, Matoma, March, and, and Danny Wellback and company, that they, they'll be able to fill it up and, and uh, you know, maybe Wolverhampton can find the back of the net too. You don't have faith in Wolverhampton's back line here? Not really, no. Should I? All right. Well, I, I'm just Should wondering. I, uh, you I, get the I mean, Lopetegui back line. They're coming off a clean sheet against Crystal Palace. Uh, I'm just against, I'm, okay. I'm just Crystal, trying to come up with reasons. Yeah, Crystal Palace. <laughs> Yeah, clean sheet against Crystal Palace. Not the first team to say that. Um, I mean, yeah, you, looking Including at the full Everton. season here. Yeah, looking at the yeah right. Uh, looking at the full season here. Um, you know, Wolverhampton bar, about mid table in terms of goals that they've conceded away from home. They've conceded twenty three match or twenty three goals in eleven matches played. So it's like, I think you know Brighton can score plenty of goals too. So it's like. I think I think you lean here on on the over uh, two and a half. You're getting friendly enough odds there too, so it's like you might as well, you might as well lean towards that. Brighton, meanwhile, has scored 25 goals uh, in 14 matches. I thought this was going to be your patented two to three goals scored kind of a thing. I, <laughs> that would have been too smart of me to do that. I don't even know. If, I didn't look for that one because I saw the over two and a half away, and I saw friendly odds, and I was like, yeah. Let's go with that one. But, uh, I mean, what do you have going on on your bet while I look up this total goal bands? We got corners. We got corners. So, Brighton are at home. And this one, I think the odds are going to move here. So, we're talking Thursday night. This is a kind of bet where you got Brighton at home in a pretty good spot spot to control the match. (laughs) That 11% is hitting already. (laughs) (laughs) Game speak. Smart spot. Um, so I got Brighton minus one and a half corners in the first half. That's at minus one Oh five odds. So I think that's going to, that line is going to move up. There's a couple bets. I can't remember right now what I took last week, but the corner bets, uh, I think it was actually maybe one of the Newcastle ones. It moved from like 
I mean, I maybe took it at minus 110, minus 115. It moved to like minus 130, minus 140, and, it, and the odds even, and the number even changed. So I almost think that this is going to be a bet where it moves to like minus 1.75. Brighton are at home, and they're coming off a loss. They're going to want to rebound. And I mean, looking at the table, they're eighth in the table. They still have a slight chance to get to a European spot. They're a little bit on the way out here after that loss against Nottingham Forest, but they're still not done. I think they're just going to control this match early in the first half. They're going to come out gunning, and as long as they get some, as long as they get some corners, uh, I think uh, this is a pretty, pretty safe bet. I'll say, I'll say, it, I'll say it right now. It's a safe, safe bet. bet. Wow, love that. Brian, minus one and a half corners in the first half. Chris has over two and a half goals. Minus one twenty-five. I'll say it's a safe bet until they get three goals and then they have no corners because that, that has happened to me before. So interesting, interesting. I love that. I mean, would would you find two to three goals? What what are the odds there? Right. All right, Chris has. Uh, we'll get him back here. He, two to three goals and <laughs> plus one hundred five. Sorry, I, I just switched my. Uh, my headphones are getting me a little bit of feedback, so I switched over. But uh, two to three goals at plus 105. So, I mean, you like that one. That seems like easy cash, too. We sounding better now here? Yeah, you are. Definitely. It must have been on my headphones. Okay. Must be low on battery on the uh, on the AirPods. Yep. Anyways, we're back to it. I I think we see like a two to one result here. That's what I would. I That's would what say. I was going to ask you, what your exact score yeah, prediction was. My, if I was going to go exact, I'd go to Brighton 2, Wolverhampton 1. Okay. All right, all right. I like it. I like it. Okay, next game we're talking about. We got Sunday. There's Sunday is pretty busy. We also had the we have the Liverpool Tottenham game in there, but we're not talking about that. We're talking another team coming off the FA Cup semifinal. Manchester United are home, and the odds have really gone to Aston Villa's favor here. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, Manchester United were four days ago they were minus one sixty five to win this game. Now they're minus 125. Those odds actually changed. Uh, they they changed this morning, actually. So you, there's some Aston Villa love coming in. Aston Villa to win are plus 330. Draw is plus 300. And then you're going to get over two and a half goals. Minus 150, under two and a half, plus 120. So we got Manchester United. They We, we kind of just talked about Brighton being a little tired a little bit here uh, in their loss against Nottingham Forest. Then you have Manchester United. They go up two goals, and then they allow two in the second half against Tottenham. So you have that thrown in there. Manchester United, another team that doesn't like to rotate. You have Bruno Fernandes playing through whatever ankle issue he had. Uh, his girlfriend, whatever wife, was took a picture of him uh, with a boot two days ago, and now he's playing – full 90s on Thursday. So I guess he's fine. Otherwise, Manchester United have a bunch of other injuries. Harry Maguire was a surprise absence. Varane's probably going to be out for the season. Lissandro Martinez is out. So they got some injury issues. Other side of that, Aston Villa playing really well. So do you think Aston Villa's form is going to be a factor here playing, even though it's at Old Trafford, where Manchester United have been pretty good this season? Let me just look at that record before shooting it over to you. They're 11-3-1 at home this season. They've only allowed eight goals in 15 home matches. That is best in the league. 
this is one of the best matches of the weekend, which is not something you expected out of Aston Villa, uh, Manchester United. You, yeah, I mean, here we are. We have Adams and Drake here live on on the Kitchen Wagers, Beers and Wagers podcast. He's in the Aston Villa shirt, so his allegiance, you know, is unclear to you. <laughs> further, uh, but yeah, as you as you mentioned, Manchester United really really uh, solid at Old, Old Trafford. Um, but on the other hand, I mean, Aston Villa are unbeaten, unbeaten. In ten matches, that's eight wins, two draws. They they've won and I mean they've held every single team. Like they're they're just playing unbelievably well. They're on the tipping point of Europe uh, next season, and I think you're looking at a, a Man United team. At, you played one twenty on Sunday. They just were two zero up on Tottenham, and then they conceded two more goals in the second half to to you know drop basically drop two points is what I would call it. And now they're facing a team who's who's literally been the hottest team aside from Manchester City, maybe in the Premier League in, in over ten games. They've, they've I think they've been the best team here, and so it's it's tough for me to go like, hey, like, take Man United at home. I, I see the I see the reasoning in that, but I mean, man, it's tough to tough to look at that Aston Villa form as of late and and not really. I, I mean. For me, they're they're. I don't think they're missing too many people in their lineup, at least on a Thursday. Pretty pretty standard from what we've seen. So that yeah, you know, they still got the firepower up front, and they've just been playing really, really well. And you can get them away from home, mind you, but you can get Aston Villa uh, double chance at plus one hundred five. So I'm going to go there. I don't, you know, is this? I'm not going to give it the Adams the uh faith bet labeling here, but. <laughs> But you got to feel good about them getting plus odds, having been unbeaten in their last 10. And then from a historical perspective, they played earlier this season twice, actually. They met in the League Cup. Uh, they lost at, at Old Trafford 4-2. That was back in November. And then also in November, Aston Villa at home, they beat Man United 3-1. That was November 6th. And then you go back to the, the previous season, they also played um, They played a match. I get I guess that was that would have been a, a preseason match, but back last season, Villa held Man United at home, and then they played in the FA Cup. Man United won one nil at home, but then their first match of the season, which was also in the Premier League, Villa won that one one zero at Old Trafford. So pretty mixed bag, but I mean, what that bag says is that Villa can win and or hold a result at Old Trafford. So I'm going to go Aston Villa double chance plus one hundred five. Yeah, I'm looking at these historical numbers here, and uh, as you're reading those off, there there's a lot of goals. There are a lot of goals in that one. I think these the first time these two teams played, so they played November 6th and then November 10th. It was 3-1 Aston Villa and then 4-2 Manchester United. One was the EFL Cup. I think that might have been the first couple matches for Unai Emery. So he still didn't have – you know, a hold of this team, I, I guess is what I'll say here, but he's really by the end of this weekend, there's a chance Aston Villa is above Tottenham. And I mean, they're currently in the number six spot here. So, I mean, it would be pretty crazy for Aston Villa to actually get a, uh, uh, what is the fifth spot? I guess the sixth spot. I mean, no matter pretty crazy for Aston Villa to get a European spot. Yeah. Yeah. FA Cup should be the main, if whether it's Man United or or um, Man City, I think that goes into the European places, correct? Yeah. So, I, I 
I mean, I don't even know if it's the same situation as like we have West Ham playing in the UECL right now. Um, I think they, I think that was seventh in the table. Either way, yeah. it doesn't matter. So, yes, yeah. so Unai Emery is kind of just like taking over this team, and they've been awesome. Um, the main stat I'm looking for with my bet is they've allowed in their last nine league matches away from home. They've only given up one goal more than once. That was against Manchester City. Uh, otherwise, they've held Tottenham scoreless. They've held Brighton scoreless. They've held Chelsea scoreless. Every other team, one goal or fewer. Uh, Newcastle so you, scoreless. Newcastle scoreless. Missed that one. And then you got Manchester United at home. Uh, you can look at some of their home results. 2-0 Everton. 1-0 Brentford. Scoreless draw against Southampton, three nil against Leicester City. Okay, so you got you got those two things. You got them combined, and I think that the way Aston Villa have been playing, their defense has been awesome. Uh, Den Donker has moved into the starting eleven the last three or four matches, and they've just gotten better. They they're pretty much you can kind of see their improvement if you're just looking at the numbers for Aston Villa under Emery. All that to say. I'm going under two and a half goals here at plus 120. What do you think? Plus 120, under two and a half goals. People want to see goals in this match, but do you think that's going to happen? Yeah, no, I was just looking at Aston Villa. I mean, you mentioned their away form and, and how they've really held teams, but you you look at their past six matches and, and Aston Villa's conceded two goals. They've conceded two goals in the last six matches away from home, which is like an impeccable defensive record. When you think about some of the, I mean, they've, they've had a couple easier matches, but they like Newcastle, for instance, um, it's, it's been an interesting ride here with, uh, with Emery and the only other team, I mean, Man City has been up there in, in holding teams, but they've only scored five goals here away from home in those six matches too. So it's like seven goals, six matches. This does, when you look, collect that all, it does feel like an under two and a half is an interesting bet. Yeah, I know they're at home, but that Fulham match, they gave up one shot against Fulham, and then they kind of dismantled this Newcastle team that's running over everyone. Uh, they beat Newcastle three 0 in that home match. I don't know how many, uh, I don't know how many shots they actually got off, but I think it was under it was under ten. Newcastle just were they just didn't have anything in that game. So throw all that together, I'll take under two and a half goals at plus one twenty. Chris has Aston Villa double chance at plus one hundred five. So we're kind of I don't, I don't know if my bet's exactly going against Manchester United, but I'd say a little bit. In I feel like we're looking at like a 1-1 here. I mean, that doesn't bode well from our historical perspective, but I feel like we're, you know, for for the podcast here, for the Kiss and Waiters pod, we would love a 1-1 result. Yeah, I'd, I'd say, uh, you know, the 1-1, maybe 1-0, maybe the side yeah. gets the 1-0 result. I think those are both in play. So just kind of a weird top six battle here between Manchester United and Aston Villa. Okay. A fun one, nonetheless, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Third game we're talking about. We got Monday night football. This Monday night football is a relegation battle. We have Leicester City, our home. They're a plus 105 to win. Everton, plus 265. Draw, plus 240. Over two and a half goals, plus 100. Under two and a half goals, minus 175. Sorry, minus 125. Misread that one. So Everton they played Thursday and they let it get away from them. Uh, 4-1, 5-1, uh, they lost it. They were at home against Newcastle. They gave up one 
I don't know, unfortunate goal in the first half. And then the second half, it was just like, okay, let's let Isak just dribble around five of our guys and yeah. do whatever he wants. I don't know if you saw that highlight, but you know, we got Leicester City. I think they've had three matches maybe uh, with Dean Smith, and they've looked better. Uh, they have looked better, even though Dean Smith has had some iffy moments in the Premier League at Aston Villa. But Leicester City have looked better. I think it was 1-1. They drew leads midweek. They were down a goal for the majority of that match, and then they got a late one. So now we got 18th and 19th in the table. What do you think here? Does, does home field advantage matter in this spot, Chris? Uh, I, I think it matters enough to get like a result, and a result is a draw. But I think pretty sure we were chatting, and uh, our, our first initial, initial um, thoughts on this were like, should we take the draw plus 250? But I don't think we've ever given a, a standalone bet on any of our matches above 200. So we, we kind of steered away from that. But this, you know, you talk about two teams absolutely that are going to duke it out for a uh, for a, a spot to, you know, for some points to get out, out of that relegation zone. And that's Leicester and Everton. I mean, this feels like it's going to be a disgusting match and just like a grueling, you know, Monday night under the lights match. But um, that said, I, I think <laughs> – and funny enough, my dad was was watching this Newcastle Everton match, and he's like, "This is this is the new this is the Everton team that I feel like I've seen all season. They 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 take one back. They were down two one you know, off at Dwight McNeil goal, and then they immediately have two more goals scored on them. So yeah, it's like they're not. I mean, we had this conversation last season. Is Everton gonna figure it out? Or are they gonna grind out results? And and they eventually did last season, but it just feels like it's a a bridge too far for them this season and. I mean, Leicester, on the other hand, yes, they've been a bit more organized under Dean Smith, but do we think that they've got the their, – their attacking lineup hasn't shown that they've got the firepower really to, to kind of pull them out of it. So I'm just going to go with – I think this is an uh, – this has under 2.5 written all over it for me. Um, minus 2.5, you look back – I mean, they played earlier this year back in November. It was 2-0. And then uh, last season, it was 2-1 and 1-1. And then the season prior, it was 1-1 and 2-0. So uh, four of the past five matches have been under 2.5. I'm going to lean on that here and just lean on the fact that have Everton scored a lot of goals? No. Have Leicester scored a lot of goals? Not really either. So I'm on the under um, here, but it looks like you're back to uh, corners and wagers on your bet. I moved on to corners and wagers. As you said, I did have draw up here, and then I – I second guessed it and and removed the draw at plus two thirty five or whatever it that's was. A, that's the bonus bet from the from the podcast. It's a, <laughs> a draw plus two fifty. Yeah, yeah. So Everton, it's been uh, they had some moments under Deitch, but pretty much since that Decoure red card against Tottenham and Harry Kane, uh, I know they got the Michael Keane laser of a goal in that one to draw that one, 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 but they've kind of been, they just haven't looked very good. And they kind of, I thought they were going to turn th- some things around today because they got back to Corey. They got back Onana in the midfield from injury, but uh, I mean, Ben Godfrey was kind of getting lit up there. Him playing right back. He was just letting guys just kind of dribble and pass and give up goals. Um, so that is one worrying thing. So this bet is, Maybe it's a bad decision. Maybe it's a poor decision. But uh, let's let's just run with it here. Uh, I don't think Everton have more than four corners in like their last five matches. But again, let's ignore it. 
Let's ignore that stat, and we're just going to say that Everton aren't going to score first in this match, or they're not going to score in the first 45. And I think that they need it. Everton need points more than Leicester do. They're down one point. I think Everton will have to push more than Leicester have to push. And I think that's going to lead to more Everton corners. And you can get Everton over four and a half corners at minus 110. So I'm just hoping they, that, uh, you know, they figure it out. In this Tottenham match, I don't know, sorry, in this Newcastle match. So they, they kind of look like the better team for, I don't know if I want to say the first 30 minutes, for a good portion in that first half before that goal, they were, they were pressuring Newcastle. They were getting opportunities. I, they may have even finished with more shots, maybe not the end of the game, but they were pressuring Newcastle. They had a lot of opportunities. They didn't lead to corners, but I think they're kind of going to do the same thing here. And Leicester City is just a team that is Leicester City. They're about, they're also at the bottom tail for a reason. So I think that's going to result in some corners. At least I'm hoping it's going to result in some corners. So Everton, over four and a half corners, minus 110. Chris has under two and a half corners, minus 125. So what do you think? 1-1? One, one? Is this another 1-1 one, one result we got here? I, I mean, I think I think Leicester, if Leicester picks up all three points here, but I, I don't have the gumption to bet on that. You don't um, want to bet that. I do, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to bet that. I don't, I don't feel calm. I don't, like, I'm not off to put that, put that here, but I do think that they, they do. If I had to take a team here, I'd take uh, Leicester at home. I mean, we know how how that works, but uh, I mean, like to support your your uh, your concept here on the Everton over four and a half corners minus one ten, they've played from behind. Aside from the the Crystal Palace nil nil two games ago, they played from behind in each of their past or in five of the past six matches. If you if you don't count that Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace match so it's like you know I feel like they're gonna have to press forward I mean and maybe come out of their shell a little bit I, I wouldn't Leicester City from a purely talent standpoint they have a bit better attack and I mean maybe their back line's not great but uh yeah I, I mean I feel like Everton's gonna have to push forward and try to get an equalizer especially with a team that they're directly competing with in the relegation zone Jamie Vardy set for the start <laughs> can can he pull less you know we're getting we're getting towards the you know happy trails for jamie vardy at leicester city it doesn't feels like it might be kind of kind of soon and, and can he pull one more rabbit out of the hat here for for the foxes he's been getting more minutes uh lately under under dean smith here but ian nacho i yeah. doubt he's going to be starting here he injured his groin uh late in their match midweek so i doubt ian nacho is going to start and i Think Vardy is the preferred option over Pats and Daka, but we'll see what how that looks. Can we uh, get like news- a? Can we get like a bittersweet Jamie Vardy anytime goal? You know, <laughs> he's he scored he scored last game. I think was he yeah, the guy that scored? But I'm saying, like, can we? Yeah, you know, in a in a big spot here. Get, well, you um, know, as the as the uh, does it turn to May on Monday? Is it May first on Monday? Probably it's coming up yeah, April twenty seventh. During the last month of the season, Jamie Vardy—that's where he shines. Jamie Vardy, if you remember correctly, he—I think his over/under is about ten and a half, eleven and a half. He's sitting at two goals, but I think, but maybe the first time in his career, he has more assists than goals. He has four assists. Wow! So yeah, uh, I, I think in our original our original podcast, I was like, "Yes, yeah, smash the Jamie Vardy over." I don't know if that's correct or not, but I, I feel like we went the opposite way, or maybe. We did. I thought I thought you went under and I went over. Okay. 
but I, I'll I, take I, the correct side of that. I'll take that. Yeah, I'm giving you credit here. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. <laughs> All right, so the team parlay. We're going to talk a little bit about this Liverpool match. Uh, team parlay record doesn't matter. We're still up $638 on the season on our team parlay. There's been 29 of them. Okay, I'll say the record. We're 10 and 19, but whatever. What are you going to do? Uh, Chris was correct last week. My bet blew up in my face, which I said it. there's a possibility of it. I took Manchester City. Chris is looking confused right now because he doesn't know what I took. But I took Manchester City under seven and a half corners. Yeah, it's corners better, and, right? and they had seven. Can't go back and track this. They were just like Sheffield United were just giving them corners. And it was seven corners in the first half. I, I mean, I knew it was over then. It was just like they were just like launching the ball in and, and Sheffield United were clearing it. It was just like back to back to back early in the first half and I was like oh man and then your bet hit I think you had uh Manchester City over two and a half goals I want to say but so Chris's record is still positive he's 16 and 12 on this parlay bet but getting to this Liverpool match so as we're talking about uh, line movement you can find all this line movement go to the sports betting pages on Rotowire uh go to the soccer page obviously but Liverpool, minus 145 four days ago. Now they're minus 185. So the hate on Tottenham is just growing by the minute. Uh, Tottenham to win or plus 475. But this is your team, and you got a bet in this match. So what are your thoughts on this on this game here in general? Yeah, I mean, you look at the odds, the odds change. But, I mean, we talked about this last week when we previewed the Tottenham-Newcastle match. And we, we were like, okay, Tottenham is an absolute disaster right now. And what did, what did, what happened is they came out and were an absolute disaster. Yeah, they, you had money line there. We both I had did that Newcastle one. money line, and I could that would that would have been my stamp of approval, my safety bet for the weekend because I was like, there's no way that Newcastle doesn't come out. They like, I saw Men in Blazers of all people had the most. It was like the most entertaining yet disgusting. Um, video comp- compilation and it was like Conte's um, like quotes after they had lost like right before he the week before he got fired when he went off about Tottenham as a club and they put it they played it over over all five goals uh, against Tottenham and it was like er, against Newcastle and it was like you know there's is like joy and it, it was ridiculous but anyways <laughs> <laughs> that's how i feel about tata right now and, and, and it's just it's tough but uh they're gonna be them are fifth in the table we yeah, say it every the, time yeah. we talk about them mind you mind you yes they are fifth in the table they're in a pretty good place to play back in europe next season won't be champions league 
I'll be surprised if it's Europa League. But I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna kind of steer away from a um, taking a team here. Although I, I mean, Liverpool Anfield has, has actually been pretty good this season. Um, it's away from home where they've struggled. And then you go back and you look at my main man Mohamed Salah, who's been super. You know, he's been. He didn't score last game, but he, other than that, he's he scored quite a bit recently. He scored. Um, three straight matches prior to that. And then he didn't score against Chelsea where he was a sub. And then when he started against Manchester city, he scored the lone goal. So he scored in four straight starts. I think he finds the back of the net here. He, he enjoys a goal against Tottenham. He didn't score last season, but, but overall in his record at Liverpool um, against Tottenham, it's, he's got plenty of goals. So I'm going to take him plus anytime goal scorer plus 100. Um, for part of the parlay here, which is a bit of a risky bet. I don't usually like, uh, you know, siloing in on one particular player, but I feel like... Uh... Yeah, you do. <laughs> I have a... Uh, I, I need Salah to score. I have uh, over 20 and a half goals for him on the season. He's at 16 right now, so... Yeah, and five of those have... Or, yeah, five of those have come in the last... Yeah, we got six matches to go. So I'll take I'll take two goals in this match and I'll be happy. What are the odds on that? Over twenty or over twenty and a half? Over, oh, it was just even odds. That was his over under for the season. Okay, nice. Um so speaking of what you said, I just pulled up their home record. Uh ten, four, and one at home, thirty nine goals scored, thirteen against. Of course, seven of those came in one match against Manchester United, but Still, I mean, this is one of the goal. It's the second best goal differential in the league in their home matches. That's better than Arsenal, who have been kind of falling apart a little bit, but still pretty relevant. So I'll take that. I'll take solid well, score here. I mean, to be to be fair, they beat they beat Man United at home seven. You know, seven yeah. Goals. I mean, and then they had enough, and then they won nine nothing against Bournemouth, also at home. So. Oh, is that this season? Yeah, 16 of those goals came. Okay, I'll take it. And the nine goals when Salah had zero goals, zero assists. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. No, I guess I United. I feel like he's scoring against United, but, but yeah. yeah. Uh, what did he do? I have, I have he it up goals. right here. I think he had two goals. In a, he, had, he had two goals, two assists. Yeah. So. So I'm going back to this Newcastle. Well, this is kind of the same idea as the Brighton bet. This is the same bet I took uh, last weekend for Newcastle home against uh, what we were just talking about, Tottenham. So this is Newcastle minus one and a half corners in the first half. That's minus 120. So you put that with Mohamed Salah to score at plus 100, plus 266 odds. So in terms of this bet, there's not a ton to say. Newcastle are home. They're dominating. Southampton, man. Uh, I thought Southampton were going to do a little something today. They lost 1-0 against Bournemouth. They played at home. James Ward-Prowse, the guy who always goes 90 minutes, was apparently substituted out after halftime because he had some kind of illness, something like that. So instead of bringing someone else on, uh, Ruben Sellis, the internet, the intern, interim manager, brought on Lianco, another center back, and then within 10 minutes, I believe, in the second half, they they gave up that goal. Um, but Bournemouth had a ton of opportunities in that first half. So if Southampton at home can't do anything against Bournemouth, what are they going to do against Newcastle at Newcastle? I think this is going to be like 
Newcastle five corners in the first half, maybe one for Southampton, maybe seven corners in the first half. I just think Newcastle are rolling. They're, they're going to put it on early, and it seems like even if they get a bunch of goals, that the corners happen no matter what. So I'll take minus one and a half corners in the first half, minus 120. Man, the way you put that, I I feel like I'd put the stamp of approval on this one. Yeah, this is a pretty James, safe bet. Yeah, James Ward-Prowse, yeah, as a standalone. I mean, maybe if you yeah. don't if you don't like Salah as an any time to score, I would – I mean, the minus one and a half sounds like as good as – good as gold there but uh yeah, yeah this is another top. one where like it's minus 120 right now tomorrow it's going to be minus 130 and then it's going to yeah. be minus 1.75 like this yeah. is a bet that when you're listening to the show you should probably take it because you're going to lose those odds because i've been waiting a little bit on some of these and i'm noticing i'm losing a lot of value when i wait you know an hour before some of these matches especially with like the home team you're betting on the home favorite to get more corners kind of a thing so yeah yeah totally yeah. all right chris so look looking at the schedule we got a double game week there's 13 matches in game week 34 does anything else stand out to you outside of manchester city being uh the biggest favorite times two uh in their two games this <laughs> yeah, week? right <laughs> looking at the 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 um, odds table here on rotowire.com but i mean other than that i i'll be up for the match Sunday, I'm, I'm excited for the Liverpool Tottenham. I feel like we always see some sort of, you know, pretty solid, exciting match. And, uh, you know, if it turns out that Tottenham are still willing to fold, I would be ecstatic. And if a plus 100 Mo Salah goal works, that'd be great too. But yeah, Monday night, um, or I guess Monday night, Monday night in the UK, uh, going to be all eyes on that, on that Everton Leicester match. That'll be an important game. The only teams favored away from home in game week 34, Manchester City and Leeds. How about that? Wow. Actually, barely. The, Are we sure? Oh, they're even. They're yeah, even. The even odds, yeah. Yeah, let's pull up the odds here really quickly. Leeds. We got Leeds home. No, Bournemouth home against Leeds. They're both plus 165 to win at DraftKings. Who do you think is going to win that one? I'm taking Leeds, but I don't know Bournemouth with a big result today. Bournemouth technically have nothing to play for, so I wonder if that comes into play because they're in 36 points. They are, I guess, I won't say technically, but yeah, they're well above these other teams. So, but I think I was. They said this on the broadcast the other day. I think it's. I mean, 40 points is like the standard, but I think. In the last 12 years, if you've gotten to 37 points, I want to say is what they said, is uh, you, you've you made safety. So, I mean, a draw here for them gets pretty much, ins- not maybe not insures, but gives them like a, a really, really strong chance to, to stay in the league for next season. Yeah, yeah they lost uh, Marcus Tavernier to injury today, so that's going to be changing up their starting 11. Uh, Leeds have also looked terrible, but... Anything else for game week 34? So many matches here. It's been a busy week. It's going to be a busy – it's going to be a busy month. Uh, the matches aren't going to stop. So, Chris, you can find him at chron 8 I am at Rotozadroik on Twitter. Chris, you got anything else here? Any any other tidbits here? Uh, New, Liverpool are also home against Fulham next midweek. Any thoughts on that one? Uh, I haven't looked at it yet, but I – you know, you get a couple beers in me on a Friday junior and I might take Liverpool to make the Champions League. We'll see. 
All right, there you have it. Let's uh who cares? Let's let's keep this show going. Let's look at this table. Liverpool seventh in the table, 53 points, Aston Villa 54, Tottenham 54. Okay. You got a ways to go. You got a ways to plus go to 400 get odds. Plus okay. 400 odds. Plus 400 odds. Make some money. Okay. They got one of the they got they got one of the easier. The only match here is Tottenham. That's kind of concerning, but they otherwise, and I think they might play the Aston Villa as well. But they it feels them. like it should be plus one thousand odds. There's seven points behind Manchester United, who have a game in hand here. Those are interesting odds, but either way, kits and wagers. Chris, thanks for joining me. rotowire.com slash soccer trial free forty eight hour trial. We got some other stuff coming up this weekend. I don't know what it is, but. I'll figure it out tomorrow. Check out the YouTube channel. It'll be up there. Check out our podcast feed. Like, subscribe. Do it all. Chris, enjoy your weekend. Good luck on your bets. And uh, good luck to Mo Salah. How about that? Heck yeah. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.